I mean, I've been through some crazy shit in my life. I've been kidnapped, broken off an engagement, and lost my job in the same four-day window. But I think this is probably the most stressful thing. Today, we're going to talk about some real people shit because I missed an episode last week, but this is my degree and this isn't my degree. Welcome to the show where I give you a backstage pass into the life of a freelancer and full-time content creator. And sometimes I get to hang out with myself with an iced coffee on my desk at 9 a.m. on a Thursday rainy morning here in St. Louis. So real people shit happened to me recently. The title is not an exaggeration. And... I want to talk about it. I want to like vocalize kind of the behind the scenes because I'm going to walk you through the entire process of how this happened, how everything kind of came to be, and then how everything developed the way it did and how we're like, how things are going now, like how the world is perceiving it, how, how we're all working through it. Um, that kind of stuff. I woke up Sunday morning and my car I discovered was stolen. I remember waking up and I just looked out the window and I was like, where's my car? Like what, where is my car? Cause at first I was like, okay, maybe I like, you know, did parked up the street or something. No, I, I just, it's just not there. I found my window where exactly where I remembered I parked. So that sucked. Uh, the first thing that really came to mind is like, I wasn't even like freaking out at first. I, in the moment was just like, okay, I need to figure out what to do. And like the first step is always call the police and report it. So I called the cops. I was like, yo, my car is missing. I gave excruciating detail of description um, <clears throat> because I know that car inside and out. That thing is my baby. I, I am one of those people that I'm a car guy. I see the car as like not just like a, a tool that gets you to and from places, but I see it as like a source of joy, a source of entertainment, a source of seeing a visual representation of all my hard work paying off because I work hard for that car. I'm a freelancer. Like I, I, I wake up every day and I do this. Like I, I, I make videos for people. I create dynamic content. I, I, I just do this, you know? So it really sucked to like wake up and just see all of your hard work gone in an instant. And there was nothing that you could do about it. It happened when I was asleep. Um, because I went to my neighbors, a few of them have ring cameras, but they only took snapshots at the top of every hour. So like, you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. So I discovered that it went missing sometime between three and four in the morning. And which sucks. It really sucks because, you know, I woke up, saw that immediately called the police, reported it. Um, and then I was like, all right, I don't know if I should put this on social media just yet, because there's like there was like part of me that. My content has always put such a positive spotlight on St. Louis and like talking about how great it is and how much I enjoy it. But at the same time, a real life scenario happened to me. And I think it's important to talk about that because one of the reasons that people genuinely vibe with my content and also just like vibe with me as a person is because I, I talk about these things. I'm very real and open and honest about what's going on, how I'm feeling. And I just communicate these things. So that was kind of the battle though, of like going through like whether or not I posted on social media. I know that was a huge tangent, but I was really on the fence about it because I was like, do I post it? Do I publicize it? Do I talk about it? Um, but then I remembered like, honestly, that could get a lot of eyeballs on it. And that could be something that could potentially find the car. 
somebody might have seen it around. It might pop up, something like that. So it kind of was a no brainer that I needed to post it despite, you know, any potential like, oh, I thought you were pro St. Louis. Like, yeah, but St. Louis has problems, you know, and like, unfortunately, I'm the victim of one of those problems. I posted it on social media. I put this out there. I was like, yeah, um, my car got stolen. Here's some identifying marks. Here's like the whole story. Um, if you see it, let me know. So that's whenever kind of the panic started to set in is like it, like the realization that like, oh, shit, my car is gone set in. Because I, w- I was sitting there like I've done everything I could possibly do now, because I remember I was I was like riding around with my girlfriend in her car and we were like just looking around for mine, like common dump sites for cars in St. Louis. Cause a lot of people were like, Oh, well my car got dumped here. Like people were telling me their stolen car stories and they were like, Oh, well they found my car here. That's where a lot of them get dumped. They found mine here. That's where a lot of them get dumped. And it's like, I didn't realize it was this common of an issue. So we were driving around and then I was like, I was getting nauseous. I was just like, like mentally I was like, I got to find this thing. I got to find this thing. I need to find this thing. I, I can do it. Like, that really comes from inside my head. I always am like, I have to come up with solutions to problems because that's just me by nature. And being a, like a freelancer, a content creator where like everything, if I want something, I have to manifest that and make it happen. It's not like I can, you know, if I want a new piece of gear, I can't just like email accounting or finance and be like, Hey, can I get this? Like, do you think we could fit this in the company budget so I can do this for X, Y, and Z? I'm accounting. (laughs) Um, So it's like, if I want these things, I have to make them happen. So like, it's become so ingrained in who I am that I'm just like, if I want anything in this life, I have to make it happen. So like, that's why I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself mentally to like stay sharp because, you know, I just work well under pressure, but my body was like kind of taking the brunt of like dealing with the stress that I didn't even know I was going through because I started to feel nauseous as we were driving around and it got to the point where like we were in Forest Park and I was just like can we just pull over for a little bit I just need some fresh air I need to sit under a tree I just need to like focus on something else for a minute and then I just sat there under the tree like watched the clouds just kind of like people watched um car spotted because I, I'm I'm a car guy. Okay. I like to look at cars. I like to see cars, hear cars and just see what else is out there. And I just got some fresh air. And then that was whenever I was like, okay, let's, let's see what we can do. And I got a message, a comment, I think a comment. Then I got a message that somebody saw my car in North city. So immediately I, went up there like we we drove up there we're like what the heck what the heck my car is up there what's going on so we went there and it was not there granted somebody could have just been running errands in it but you know it it wasn't there so i spoke with an officer and i was like hey because there was an officer like doing his shopping there and he was leaving and i was like i flagged him down i was like hey hey i i need help i need help like i just have some questions because the dispatcher all they they didn't even give me a police report number like they were just like a detective's gonna reach out to you so i asked him i'm like yo so like my car is missing apparently it was here like 30 minutes ago have you seen this um can you keep an eye out for it and like here's my 
you know, like scenario and story. Um, what do I do? Because this is something I had never been through and something that I had never navigated through. I've never even had a car like tampered with, let alone stolen. So I was like, what, what do I even do here? So they told me the specific place to go to the specific precinct. And I, we, that, that was our next stop. We were like, okay, we're going to go there. We're going to get somebody to take care of this case. I need a police report number. Um, and I'd already notified insurance, like all that stuff. Like I have comprehensive coverage. Um, so I was like, yeah, I need it. Like I, I need a police report number now because now we can't really do much without that police report number. So I went to this substation and that's whenever I told them exactly what was going on. Then the detective called me, got all the necessary info, and we made it happen. I mean, we got the police report. I have a number. They gave me a couple numbers to call if I see the car. They gave me a number if I need to make updates to the case. Um, yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of like different things that were going on with it. That's whenever the next phase of the process starts, which is the hurry up and wait phase. I didn't sleep like at all Sunday. Like I was tossing and turning all night because I didn't know what to do. I, I was just like knowing that my car wasn't there. I was just like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what what what's next, you know, and it's like it, it's weird because it's like it's so far out of my control that like that just didn't sit right with me. Cause I'm always like, I can do something. I can always take an actionable step to like further progress, whatever's going on in my life. Like, but like the reality of this situation is like, I, I really, <laughs> I don't have any control over that. I can't make the car pop up. I can't make the car appear no matter how bad I want it to. And that was something that took a minute to like really settle in. My girlfriend, um, went to work the next morning and I was like, all right, I'll just go to the studio early. Normally I start my days around like 10, but, um, she goes to work early. So I was like, I'm, I'll just start my day whenever you do. Like, I'll just, I'll adopt your routine for this week. Um, I was kind of at her mercy. So I was like, yeah, we can, we can make this happen. There were people that I was expecting a phone call from, but I was like, what if I was proactive and I called them first, which was the insurance claims person. And on top of that, I could also call um, CarMax, who I bought the car through, um, cause I'm still making payments on it. So I was like, yeah, let me call these guys and let's find out what's going Like, I just want to let them know. It's like, I don't really have much info, but like, I just want to let them know. Um, so CarMax was like, yeah, like that's a really crappy situation, but just keep us posted with like any updates. If you have like, you know, claim numbers and stuff like that, like just keep us posted. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. We'll do happily. So then I called my insurance and then I was on the phone for like an hour, like they were getting info and then they were like, okay, so a claims person will reach out to you within two days. I was like, cool. That sounds like an excellent thing. At that point I was like, all right, I've made all the phone calls that I could possibly make and every actionable step that I could take was taken. And that was something that I had difficulties accepting because I've always been the type to, I, I always believe that there's some type of step that I can take to like further progress, whatever it is I'm trying to do in life. Or if I'm trying to get a project done, whatever it is that I'm trying to do, like I always feel like there's something that I can do. So I try to be proactive with this stuff. But like now I've contacted all the people I need to contact. 
I've talked to everyone I need to talk to. The car is out there somewhere, whether it's chopped up to bits or it's just it was ditched 20 minutes after they took it. It's out there somewhere in some capacity, but I can't get it. I had to like work through my Monday, like just go through it, be like, all right, I am just going to try my best not to focus on this. So I tried to distract myself with, you know, editing, tried to distract myself with all these different things. And it worked to a degree, but like I just couldn't fully focus. So it's been a couple days, obviously, since this has happened. And now we're sitting here on Thursday. I'm discussing things with insurance and insurance is doing insurance things where, you know, they're not making it the easiest process to, you know, just navigate through. Where does that leave me now? What like what what how am I even like that's just what happened. How am I even feeling right now? I I just feel frustrated. I feel a lot of people said that like, oh, you probably feel violated. I don't really feel violated. I just feel just more like pissed because of how many how much inconvenience this causes. Like if we had a better public transportation system here in St. Louis, like if we had something like the streetcar in Kansas City or like, I don't know, any other major city, I'd be fine taking it like I would walk places. I like I probably need to get more steps in anyways. The holidays are coming up. I need to make sure that I'm staying in shape like I'd be fine with that. I would love a good public transportation. I wouldn't have to drive as much. But in St. Louis, it's such a car dependent city unless you're in specific pockets like Central West End. That's walkable. Soulard, decently walkable. Midtown. Yeah, you're starting to get a little less downtown. Not a lot going on. So, like, I don't know, man. I just it sucks because I don't have a way to get around reliably right now. And, you know, rentals are expensive. (laughs) Rentals are pricey. Um, Thankfully, I know people that that are willing to help with that. Like they can cut the rates down a little bit. But like, you know, after like 30 bucks plus a day, that stuff adds up very quickly. Because like after a week, that's what, like 200 something dollars at like after tax. Come on. It's just it sucks because like I I'm a freelancer. I'm very like I rely on myself. I I really hate asking for help. Like I, I'm not the type of person to be like, hey, can you help me with this? Hey, like especially like if I know that it causes a slight inconvenience to other people, like I'm just I don't know if that's a pride thing, but I'm just like, I don't want help because I don't want to inconvenience other people because I'm a grown ass man. I should be able to do everything on my own and make things happen. But I got to be honest, like this is this is a crappy situation um, because like it's really just changes your entire dynamic. Like you have to I have to get to shoots and everything. I have to get to all these different things that are going on, create content around the city. I have meetings like there's stuff that I need to get to, but I don't have a reliable way to get to it. And it's like people have offered rides and everything, but like I can't just be like, hey, I need to go here. Hey, I need to go here. Hey, I need to go here. It's like I can't just do that. I wouldn't feel good about that. Even like it's just I just would not feel comfortable doing something like that. So I don't know. It's it's really shitty because then you have to like worry about where your car is at. You don't like even like with insurance, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole battle because normally there's like a window that they're like, okay, maybe the car is going to turn up. So we're going to give it some time and we're going to see if it actually pops up and like makes an appearance, which is cool and all fine and dandy. Like I, I want the car to turn up, trust me. But 
then there's that layer of like, okay, if the car comes back, what's even going to be done to it? Like, was it just some kids that took it out for a joyride? Was it somebody that just wanted my specific car? Was it somebody that had the intention of like stripping it apart and selling it, like selling each individual piece? Like there's such a big unknown here and there's only so much that you can plan for. Cause it's, it's not even like, like I have full coverage insurance and like, I'm hoping and expecting to get a, a payout for this, but I can't even start the car buying process to replace it until that happens. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, it's just like, there's, there's so much that like is out of my control right now that I can't even like, do anything about and it's it's really challenging to like really embrace that and just own it and understand yeah this is this is the situation what it is you just have to navigate through it there's so like there's so many questions i'm like why my car why did they want it what are they doing with it like am i gonna see it again and it sucks because that that 370z was like my dream spec like I could not have spec'd it better unless it was an Ismo, but it was everything I wanted. Like I was extremely happy with that car. Every time I, I saw the car, I was like, yeah. Every time I drove the car, I was like, yeah, like this is exactly what I wanted. And it was, it was crazy. Cause like whenever I found it last year, cause I bought it literally just a year ago, whenever I found it, um, I was casually looking because I had, paid off my previous car and I was like, eh, I mean, if a 370Z shows up, that's like reasonable and it's like a good price and all this kind of stuff, like maybe I'll pounce on it. Maybe I'll get it. You know, it's, it's like maybe I'll, I'll grab a 370Z. Then if this one showed up and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I might have to get that because it had orange interior. It was a sport touring package. It had the, the limited slip diff, the big freaking Acabono brakes. Like it was great. It was fantastic. It was everything I wanted. And it only had like 49,000 miles. So I was, it was a 2013, 49,000 miles. That's really freaking low for that. Cause this, this was in 2022. Yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks that that Z was like everything I wanted. And I worked so hard for it. I don't ask for handouts. I don't ask for things to be given to me um, because I, I really do believe that you have to put in work and you have to work hard for what you want because that's, I mean, been proven that if I work towards things, I can get them. So that's just, I don't know, my belief. And that's, that, that's what I thought about the car. And that was like the physical manifestation of like, Hey, I've worked hard for this. Like all the stuff that all those hours, all those sleepless nights, all those like crunch times, all that stuff that I put in to get here, is worth it. And of course I have goals of like, I have little cars back here. Like I have an R35, R34, I have 911 GT3 and turbo S like that's the end goal. But like right now, this was like every day when I woke up, I would walk out and I would see what I've been working hard for. And now that has just been taken and I don't know where it's at. So I feel frustrated and enraged at that part but i also feel comfortable because i know that it's not like i got carjacked i'm safe i'm healthy i'm in one piece 
I'm still doing, you know, editing and stuff. I like none of my camera gear and stuff was in there. So like, I'm trying to look at the positives and like, see that, like I, I pulled up to my studio today. I have two cameras that are recording right now. Like I have things to be grateful for and I'm trying to really focus on those things right now. Like people have been super supportive on social media. People have been sharing it. People have been commenting. People have been checking in on me. Like there's a lot of positives in this, even though it's a very negative situation. And I don't know. I I try to look at things from like that kind of angle and that perspective, because I really want to, I just want to remain in a good headspace. I'll be honest. Yesterday was probably the toughest day though. And this whole situation, I mean, I've been through some crazy shit in my life. I've been kidnapped. I've, you know, broken off an engagement and lost my job in the same four day window. So like there have been things that a lot of, that would stress a lot of people out and like, and I was definitely stressed out during all those things. But I think this is probably the most stressful thing. Like, cause there's so much unknown, there's so much inconvenience and it's different because like, I'm not your typical W2 employee. It's not like I can be like, Oh, I need to take a vacation day just to like recuperate and just like rejuvenate. Like, no, I don't get that. If I take a day off, like that's, I see that as an opportunity that like, I'm not working towards what I'm trying to work towards, which could be seen as toxic. Yes. But that's just, it works for me. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, oh my God, it's so bad. Like it works for me. That's just a process and a mindset that works for me. It's a really shitty situation that I'm just trying to make light of. And it's still ongoing. It's still ongoing. It's still going to keep going for, I'm assuming another couple weeks. So yeah, that is the big thing that I wanted to discuss on the episode today. It's not going to, this isn't as long of an episode as previous ones, cause it's just solo and but it's like a life update. It's kind of like a, a check-in, a mini therapy session. This is my first time saying this stuff online and just like giving a glimpse behind the curtain. It kind of gives you a little more perspective on the situation from like what's really going on. Cause like there's the only way to put it is it sucks. It's a really shitty situation, but I'm here. I'm still going to keep making content. I'm still going to keep delivering for my clients. And I know I'm going to come out of this way better than I was before. And I know that whenever I make it, whenever I'm actually, this is my garage and you have all of these cars parked in it, this story is going to be crazy to tell. I'm going to look back and be like, damn, remember whenever my 370Z got stolen and I was like, you know, being kicked when I was down, like, dude, that's like, that's how I see it. I know that this is just going to be another bump in the road and it's all going to work out. The universe has a really weird way of working things out. And, um, I actually had somebody yesterday tell me like, you never know that car could have been ready to blow up and somebody just saved you from a headache. It's all about perspective. People like just keep yourself in a positive headspace as much as you can and just look at the situation for what it is. But look outside of that as well. Look a big picture. Don't just focus on one detail. That's what I got for today. So long story short, car still missing. This is day five of it being missing. I'm losing optimism, especially because it's raining today and I don't have a passenger window. So 
shit's probably flooded in there not flooded i mean it's it's rained but i think it's only raining like an inch today which we definitely need a lot of rain here so i'm not really that upset but you know whoever has my car uh just give it back in one piece <laughs> like just just give it back in one piece and you know there wasn't a lot of gas in it whenever you took it there was like maybe an eighth of a tank like i'm kind of grateful that i didn't fill up my because i was gonna fill up my tank after the shoot on saturday whenever i was coming home i was like oh, i'll go get myself a gatorade and a snack so i can like you know munch and chill while i'm backing up footage and everything i was gonna get gas but then i was like no i just want to go home <laughs> so i don't know you're probably not putting premium gas in it you're probably putting 87 which is gonna really fuck it up but you know only to a degree thankfully the z can run on 87 but i don't know i just hope that you're uh smart enough to read that it says premium gas only and you're actually putting premium gas in it otherwise the engine's gonna knock and you're gonna get reduced power it's gonna be a whole thing it's gonna be a lose-lose for really both of us so just bring the car back i just want my car back dude i worked hard for it it's my baby I post it on Instagram stories all the freaking time. And that's what people have associated with me at this point. They're like, oh, God, not the Z. Like, yeah, it's the Z. So everybody take care of yourselves this week, weekend, do whatever. Enjoy the fall weather that's here in St. Louis now. It's finally going to be like a crisp 60 degrees, maybe 40s in the lows, it looks like. So enjoy it. Get out there. Grab yourself a coffee. I'm not doing pumpkin spice. I get ice mochas. But yeah, take care, everybody. Just relax. Take time for yourself. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be relaxing and I'm going to be playing Pokemon because I finally got it like a year after release. Took me long enough, right? If you play Switch games, leave a comment below. Maybe we can play something sometime. Peace. Peace.